Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. It's trader and best-selling author Louise Bedford here, filling in for Caroline Stephen while she's away on holidays for a couple of weeks. What a year, hey? I want you to think of the last six months. What would you say your predominant emotion has been during that time? Was it happiness? Depression? Anxiety? Were you glad, mad, sad or scared? Now, Imagine that you're going to be in that state for the whole of 2021. How would that feel? Look, if you're happy with that, then keep doing exactly what you've been doing. But if you're not happy with that, you need to change. You can use neuroplasticity to change the pathways in your brain. I want you to picture your perfect state. Imagine everything around that state where you are, what the weather's like, where you're sitting, how you feel, and especially the emotions that are going through your body. And then make plans to move towards that state. But how, you may ask? Immersion. You must immerse yourself in books and audios and even people who represent your ideal state, and you'll move towards it magnetically. Yes, it will take focus. And yes, it will take effort but the results will be worth it. An easy way to do this is to listen to this show with intent so that you can change your brain and achieve the state that you want to be in permanently. To kick off with your immersion, let's hear from my business partner, Chris Tate, on the importance of routine. You see, trading's quite a dull profession. You do the same thing in the same way almost every single day. And the traders who flourish are the ones that can harness the power of an effective routine. Chris Tate recorded this from his home gym just for us. Now, I must warn you, if you know Chris the way I know Chris, you'll know that it's almost impossible to predict what's going to come out of that man's mouth. So if you have young listeners in the background, it's probably best that you put on your headphones. And remember, visit us at youtube.com forward slash trading game. Now let's hear from Chris Tate. One of the things that is perhaps most interesting about trading is that the lessons of everyday life and trading seem to be, in the minds of many people, completely disparate. They're not linked in any way, shape or form. It's almost as if trading is this a separate world where the rules of common sense, the rules of the things you have learned in the past, uh, simply evaporate. And as a consequence of this, people often fail to learn the lessons of their own lives. Uh, 
and they often learn, fail to learn the lessons of history. And I'm always going on about people being students of the history of markets. And I, I tend to do that because there are no new problems. There are no new issues that traders face. And the same is true when you look at day-to-day -day activities and then look at how trading works and try and marry the two together. There's no new issues in trading that are not covered in what you see day-to-day. -day. One of the... One of the most popular questions that asked, a question that repeats over and over and over and over again, is why is trading so hard? Well, you can actually find an answer to that when you look at the current situation we find ourselves here in Melbourne. Melbourne's just gone to stage four lockdown, which means that movement is very, very much restricted. Uh, we have certain strictures placed on what we can and cannot do in an attempt to bring the outbreak of COVID-19 uh, under control. And these uh, new measures have been brought in place simply because a, a fairly sizable portion of the population of Melbourne can't follow simple instructions. The instructions revolving around COVID-19 were very, very simple. First instruction, wash your hands. No adult should have to be reminded to do that anyway, unless they're a dirty bastard. And then they should be excluded from society anyway. The second instruction, slightly more complex, so you might want to rewind the video at this point so that you just get them all. You might also want to write them down. It goes something like this. If you have any of these symptoms of COVID-19 and feel unwell, get tested. Whilst you are waiting for the results of that test, stay at home. If that test comes back positive, stay at home. How'd you all go with that? Do you think that if that was the final question for a million dollars on who wants to be a millionaire, you would get it right? If you said yes, you're in select company because very few Melbournians who live in our northern and western suburbs seem to actually understand that as a thing. So what is the relationship to this to trading? Well, the instructions relating to COVID-19 are externally generated and they're very, very simple. Society generally functions fairly well on the basis of trust in externally generated instructions. We all stop at red lights, we all stop at pedestrian crossings. We all know how to queue up, we all know how to behave in public. Many of these are simply implied instructions, but they're external instructions nonetheless. Now put this in the context of trading. In trading, your instructions are internally generated. They are things you tell yourself you're going to do. And let's put this into some form of context. Let's use an example. Let's assume that during lockdown, you say, right, I'm going to get up an hour early. And in that hour, I'm going to meditate and get my allotted exercise for the day. Comes the time you've selected to get up, the alarm goes off. And what do you do? Well, for 90 odd percent of people, nothing. You just still lay in bed. 
because you can't follow your internally directed instruction. And this is the difficulty for people. We struggle to follow directions that are given to us by ourselves. And this raises the question as to why that might be. It's not that these instructions lack authority. We tell ourselves what to do all the time. Uh, there is always this debate about free will. But we still manage to get through the day following instructions of put pants on, put shoes on, leave house. They're all internally generated. So we run into this conflict where we generally follow what we tell ourselves we're going to do, except when it comes to something slightly outside our comfort zone. And we fall down here because we know ourselves too well. The lies we tell ourselves are the most effective. They are the most persuasive. So when your alarm goes off, <clears throat> you say to yourself, well, I've had a hard day, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Or I'll do it at the end of the day because I'll be fresher then and my body's a bit sore, I'm a bit old when I get up, it's a bit cold, looks like it might rain. And you view these as all very, very compelling arguments as to why you should simply give in to your own emotional and physical inertia. Now they're fairly simple instructions. Imagine though that your instruction is that you're in the middle of a trade and the trade's gone very, very well and the instruction is right. At this point, you must buy more. What do you do? Well, very, very few traders actually pyramid because it's a very difficult skill for people to master. Intriguingly enough, when you look at traders, and I look at them both anecdotally and in the literature, the thing they do is not buy more, but they sell. Why do they sell? Well, selling provides comfort because it means they don't have to follow any more internally generated instructions. And you can always rationalise your decision to sell by all sorts of platitudes such as you can never go broke taking a profit, should leave something on the table for somebody else. All of which make you feel better and all of which push to one side your inability to be responsible for your own actions, for following your own internally generated signal. And so we have this conflict when you look at society at large. We by and large follow externally driven instructions for us in all manners except, strangely enough, matters of public health. Go figure. But when it comes to being internally directed, we fall down and we fall down because of probably a lack of discipline. We will always seek the path of least resistance. And this is where I think the great failing in things like motivational speaking occurs. In that I regard motivational speaking as a little bit like two-year-olds being given cordial. They run around and around and around in circles and they fall over. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And so the intriguing thing is, is when you see people like Anthony Robbins, you know, <coughs> conning people that they're walking over hot coals, no you're not. That they're actually breaking boards karate style, no you're not because the boards are fake. They come back year after year after year to do the same thing because they're getting their fix, their hit. Do they actually do anything with their lives? Well, not really, because they're professional junkies. Because motivation is easier than discipline. 
discipline is internally generated and is very, very hard. But I think it was... Uh, I think it was Jocko Willink, who has a podcast that goes for way too long, and is a former, former Navy SEAL, and like most Navy SEALs, seems to have written a book about his experiences. You could make the joke that there are now more books written about being a Navy SEAL than there are actually Navy SEALs. But I think he coined the phrase that discipline brings freedom, and it does. People think that if you are disciplined, you are constrained in your actions, that you're constrained in your activities, and you're not. Because you're free to do whatever you want, because the discipline grants you the luxury of time. It grants you the luxury of being removed from having to make certain decisions because you have a plan for making those decisions. So any internally directed instruction you give yourself, you follow through on. You have a plan to actually follow through with what's going on. You don't need to be told from an external source as to what you should do. For example, <clears throat> and this might seem a little bit self-serving and narcissistic, as you can see, I'm in my home gym. It's extraordinarily early in the morning and it's extraordinarily bloody cold today. But I'm still here. Why am I here? I'm here because I have an internal direction that says to do this. I have an internal direction that says, if you wish to be successful, if you wish to be competent at certain things, if you wish to enjoy life as it continues on, if you wish to maintain good health, then these are the things you must do. You must put up with the fact that it is early and it's freezing cold. Nothing can be done about that. I can't change the fact that it's early, I can't change the fact that it's cold. It's just the way it is. The same is true in trading. You can't change the fact that you're given instructions, that you are shown what to do in your trading plan, if you have one, and that this guides your actions. What you can change, though, is whether you actually follow what is written what you are instructing yourself to do. It's extremely easy to let things slip. The default setting for humans is one of homeostasis. Homeostasis is effectively a minimum energy state. Do the least you need to do to get by. And if the least you need to do to get by is to lay in bed for an extra hour when your alarm's gone off, then that's what you will do. If your minimum energy state is to not take your trading signals as they occur, then that's what you'll do. If your minimum energy state is to back out of positions because that removes you from the possibility of making further decisions, then that's what you will do. So in part, and only in part, because the reasons as to why people find trading difficult are numerous. But if you're to look for cornerstone reasons, conditions, things that occur, it is primarily that people simply lack the discipline to take the instructions they give themselves. They find all these wonderful excuses within themselves as to why things are, why their lives are like they are, why this has happened, why that's happened, why can't I do this? And generally, the reason why these things happen, why people can't do the things they want to do, is simple. They don't want to do them enough.
I loved hearing Chris's thoughts on routine. Now, let's hear Chris's thoughts on why trading is so hard. So, it's Wednesday. And as you can see, I'm back here in my gym. And you might <coughs> quite rightly say to yourself, uh, so what? Well, let me explain. Wednesday is not a lifting day for me. Wednesday is yoga day. But because of COVID-19, uh, all that's gone by the by, as it has for many, many other things that people do on a regular basis. And you might think, well, why is that important? For people like me, we run our lives on routine. Routine is everything. I benchmark my days by what I'm actually doing on the day. And so Monday would be boxing, Tuesday rest day, Wednesday yoga, Thursday lift, and so on. And that's all gone out the window. Now you might say, why is that important? And the reason is quite simple. When you have a lot of things to do, when you have a lot of inputs, a lot of stimuli coming in, the only thing that keeps you on track is routine. The only thing that keeps you making sane decisions and decisions that are not made on the fly is the notion of routine. And this is particularly true in trading. And often people rebel against this notion that trading is a routine activity. That's often described as being humdrum or mundane. Uh, those terms are used in the pejorative. Uh, they're, they're meant to cast aspersions on the notion that routine is something that should be avoided. When in actual fact it should be something that is embraced by all traders. And it's here that we get to the schism or dichotomy between discretionary traders and systems-based traders. In my more cynical moments, I describe discretionary trading as simply pulling trades out your ass, because that's what it appears to everybody else. And look, to be honest, that's by and large what it is. Mechanical trading or systems-based trading is based around the notion of routine. You do the same thing in the same way every day. And that never alters. That doesn't change. And it's done that way for a few reasons. The first is that when we come to trading, we come to trading with a set of cognitive biases. And these biases influence the way we think. They, they upset our decision-making process. By and large, all people want out of life is to meet other people who agree with what they say. So humans are a giant bundle of confirmation bias. They are individuals going around seeking support for their existing opinions. This is why social media is a problem, because it acts as an echo chamber. It reinforces those opinions. Being a systems trader forces you to leave that aside. You can't actually bring your opinions to the table. You may try, but a lot of the time they will agree with the system. Now, granted, it is up to you whether you follow your system or not. That is your decision-making process. That is something you must decide for yourself. But we, we have this notion that discipline brings freedom, and it does, because it frees you from all those internal bits and pieces of being human that will upset the process. When you look at discretionary trading, that is people who make up trades on the fly, they believe they have some great uh, unconscious competency that no one else can see. 
I've, I've never in all my decades of doing that seen that to be proven correct. Uh, every very, very successful trader I've ever seen, irrespective of their style, is a systems trader. Uh, you might think that uh, James Simons and Warren Buffett are at opposite ends of the pole. Uh, they're not. Their methodology has nuances that are idiosyncratic to them, but at their heart they are systems traders. So there is no effective fundamental difference. And what happens with discretionary traders is that they bring to the table their biases, the things they think will happen. Humans also have this failing. And the failing is that we think we know more than we do. We think we bring something special to the decision-making process. And you see this in trading all the time. Uh, people think that because uh, they're doing something in a particular way or they've seen something, that their skill set has brought something to the decision-making process. They're seeing something that others don't. I used to see this all the time with analysts when I worked in broking. Uh, they would think they had discovered a stock and that no one else at, at any stage had come close to their level of insightful brilliance at finding this stock. This stock was generally some shit-pot mining dog out of Western Australia because they all come out of Western Australia or Queensland, let's face it. And they were so enamoured by their own process and their own need for confirmation bias that any variant perception was problematic for them. And this is the notion of routine. What routine effectively does in trading, what systems trading does, is it effectively brings to the table a variant perception, a perception that might be different to yours. Your trading system might have a completely different view to you. You might think that given all the things you've heard, all the things you've seen, that the world's ending, blah, 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 that the market is a sell. Your system might tell you something completely different. Your system is offering this variant perception, and it's the perception that's true, because it is simply based upon the data it is seeing. It's not based upon the perceptual filter through which you are processing all the information you receive. So whilst it may seem silly for me to say that today is Wednesday and I shouldn't really be lifting because today is yoga day, at the heart of that is the notion of routine guides everything we do. And unfortunately, people rebel against this. When you look at the motivations of traders, most traders are motivated by entertainment. Entertainment comes not from routine, not from doing the mundane, same thing, same thing, same way, day out. It comes from variety. Uh, the majority of traders are a little bit like children. They want a constant variety and a constant stream of inputs. When you adopt a mechanical approach, you put that all aside because what becomes paramount to you are simply the rules. And the rules govern absolutely everything from when you take a trade, the time of the day you take the trade, how many you buy, where you put your stop, it, absolutely everything is governed by that. It is not a process being made up on the fly. And unfortunately, too many traders are consumed by the notion that they bring something special to the trading process. It could be that they think that because of their background, they bring a special skill set. Yeah, no, you don't. You really, really don't. It may be because they believe they possess an intrinsic quality. 
Uh, this quality is generally something like having some connection with the vibrations or psychic energy of the stock. <sighs> yeah, of course you do. Because... Reasons. But really what you're attempting to do is to either find some way to validate how you feel, to find someone else to validate how you feel, and to express that validation through you all having this collective group think. Unfortunately, in the market, the only group think that matters is the market's group think. Yours is a complete irrelevancy. Anything you think, say, or do is nonsense. Now, a carefully designed system is designed to pick up on that. And so the, the, the central issue becomes, and this is always a central issue, it is up to you to follow the system or not. And many people have very good systems that they refuse to follow. They have a collection of internal mechanisms, issues, that simply prevent it. That's okay. That's, that's a different decision-making matrix. That's a different problem. But at the end of the day, the system knows everything. And so it's really up to everyone to decide what they're going to do with that. And in deciding what to do with that, you opt for one of two things. You either suck it up and go, yep, this is really boring, but this is the way it works, and this is the way it goes. It's a little bit like training programs. Training programs are really dull after you've been on them for two or three years. But they, despite what people say, they do not lose their effectiveness. That, that, that's, that's, what we, that's what we term bro science. Uh, that's, that's what people who've done far too many bicep curls and taken far too much testosterone think. Everyone else understands that repetition has a power and it has a power of its own. The second alternative is simply that you don't bother. You, you can't suck it up. You believe trading is mundane. And you move on. That, that, that's okay. The market won't miss you. Uh, no one else will miss you. That, that's the terrible thing about markets. They really don't care if you exist or not. Uh, they are probably the ultimate symbol of unrequited love. Don't give a shit. Great you joined us for this week's Talking Trading Show. You know, this show started out as my passion project. It's been my absolute privilege to bring it to you week after week and to hear stories about our traders' growth. Congratulations on being a part of it all. Tune in next week and hear more Tatisms about the world of trading as he shares with you his expert advice. The views represented on Talking Trading are generally nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.